Well, if there's one thing that we've learned during this whole COVID-19 quarantine is that everybody's friends are really, really fucking boring and annoying. You're in the doghouse. Let's go. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, back from a little mini vacation. Find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 1-3. And we have free agency. We are in the midst of it right now. That's why the podcast was a little bit delayed, because I wanted to kind of get things settled down. Uh, Everybody did get updated spreadsheets, uh, depth charts and stuff uh, this weekend. If you are currently not getting these, go ahead and hit me up any which way possible, either through Twitter, through the full-time DFS Slack chat. You can DM me over there with your email, and I'll make sure that you get them uh, on the next update this weekend. But we are going to go through some depth charts. We are going to go team by team. We're going to take a look and see what the additions, losses uh, that these teams have gotten. Um, and kind of take a look at their salary cap that they've got uh, that was updated as of this last Sunday. So we are going to go ahead and start in the AFC West. We're going to work counterclockwise uh, based on direction, so we'll go west, south, east, north in the AFC first, and then, of course, west, south, east, and north in the NFC First team up is going to be the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos offense has lost a couple of players. Now, they did trade away. They're starting fullback at Annie Jonovich, but that's fine. Uh, they have Andrew Beck and Jeremy Cox there currently right now. Joe Flacco got cut, uh, which does pave the way for Drew Locke to be the full-time starter as the season opens up. Uh, Connor McGovern, uh, backup center for the Denver Broncos has left for the New York Jets uh, where he will help try to help bolster that offensive line additions are Graham Glasgow offensive guard out of Detroit Uh, that's a very good add uh, as a starter on the right hand side of the line Uh, Jeff Driscoll quarterback backing up Drew Locke 
Uh, Brandon Allen's still a free agent, so we'll see if they do end up re-signing him. Uh, they did bring in Nick Vanette, who was from, who played for Seattle and then was traded away to Pittsburgh last season. Uh, and then the big move was, of course, bringing in Melvin Gordon, who should supplant Philip Lindsay as the starter at running back, of course. They did pay him $16 million, I believe it was, over two years. Uh, $13 million guaranteed. So <clears throat> Royce Freeman, my f- favorite running back for the Denver Broncos. He's pretty much uh, fucked in the butt. So Melvin Gordon, RB2 for right now. We're going to kind of s- keep an eye on what's going on. Uh, with these teams as they progress through the draft. Uh, this weekend is the goal to have all the draft picks put into the depth charts. So pay attention to that this weekend. Those will be completely updated for the free agents as well. Uh, cap right now is 15586437 Not too bad, but they're going to look to probably cut uh, a few of these players on offense, maybe a couple of defensive players. Moving on to the defense, they did lose Chris Harris, a starting cornerback to the L.A. Chargers. Great move for the Chargers. Uh, William Parks, <clears throat> uh, backup free safety, uh, left for Philadelphia. Uh, they did bring in Jarrell Casey, a D-tackle out of uh, Tennessee that they traded for. Uh, very good move to shore up the left side of the defense. Uh, A.J. Bouye was acquired via trade with Jacksonville. Um, That was before free agency hit, so uh, they pretty much knew, I believe, that they were going to lose Chris Harris this offseason, so at least they kind of took care of it. Again, we'll take a look at the draft selections. I would expect them to attack corners. Uh, Did not change the needs. Uh, We'll go back through there and prioritize what I believe they are going to need. All right, moving on to the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. We start with their offense. Uh, they did lose uh, off starting left offensive guard Stephen Wisniewski to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Very good move for the Steelers um, because going into free agency, they actually did not have a starting offensive guard on that left side. Uh, so that worked out very well. They did bring in Mike Remmers. Offensive tackle for the New York Giants. Uh, he's going to be backing up Mitchell Schwartz as of right now. Uh, if they do decide to move on from Cameron Irving, I could see him moving over to the left side and backing up Eric Fisher. Still have a lot of free agents. 16 as total for the whole team. Eight on each side of the offense and the defense. Defensively, Offensive, uh, the offseason losses. They lost their starting corner, corner at or starting corner, their slot corner in uh, Kendall Fuller. They lost him to Washington. Good move for the Redskins. Uh, Emmanuel Ogba, <laughs> Ogba, yeah, I was right, Ogba, uh, defensive end, left for Minnesota. And then we have Jordan Lucas, uh, backup strong safety for they lost him to Cincinnati. Uh, they did bring in Antonio Hamilton, a cornerback from the New York Giants, uh, but that's just for basically depth. Right now, they are sitting negatively at almost five million uh, above the salary cap right now. So they're going to have to make some, definitely make some cuts in here. Uh, the Chris Jones um, franchise tag really 
did the big hit. And now I know that they want to extend Patrick Mahomes, but we're going to have to really see what the hell they're going to do here because, and that's probably not going to happen until after the draft because that is, they, I haven't looked at what the estimated, what teams are going to need as far as salary cap for the draft picks. Um, but that is, that is not a good deal. So they're going to want to get that contract done this off season. I expect them to still get it done this off season. Uh, because you definitely do not want Mahomes hitting free agency. Moving on to the Chargers, we do know that they lost, lost basically let go of uh, Philip Rivers, their starting quarterback for you know what fifteen years. So that leaves Tyrod Taylor. Now there's going to be a couple quarterbacks that are out there. One being Jameis Winston. Now the currently cut Cam Newton. Uh, so expect some moves there. Uh, they. Did lose Derek Watt. They're starting fullback to the Pittsburgh Steelers, where he joins his brother. Uh, Russell Okun was traded. Uh, the offensive tackle was traded to Carolina. That was a good move for Carolina to bring in a little bit more depth um, and guys to try and fight. And, of course, uh, Melvin Gordon, uh, who went to Denver. They did bring in Trey Turner uh, in a trade to Carolina. This was kind of a swap. Um with Okun and then picked up Trey, Trey Turner, who they, they did definitely needed somebody to fill in because it, it doesn't look like they're going to resign Michael Schofield at all uh, at right offensive guard, so that was a good move. Uh, they overpaid for Brian Bulaga of my Packers. Good move for the Chargers, but uh, definitely I uh, was hoping that the Packers were not going to pay uh, what Bulaga was going to command. Um. Yeah, he did make it through a full season last year, but history has shown that Balaga has injury concerns every single freaking year. So I think that's going to hit the Chargers even harder, and they definitely they always have in- injury concerns, so they might want to take a look at their medical staff and maybe upgrade there. Uh, defense, we got a few guys that are gone from the defensive side. I got to expand this. My eyes are hurting for working today. Uh, Brandon Meebane was cut defensive tackle. Adrian Phillips, uh, the start who was the starting free safety, um, left for new or no, he was backup. My bad. He went to uh, new England. He's backing up, uh, McCordy over there. Uh, Jatavius Brown linebacker left for Philadelphia. Uh, Thomas Davis, another linebacker, uh, left their free agency to Washington Redskins and Jalen Watkins, uh, starting uh, backup, starting sa- uh, f- strong safety. Good God, can I talk today? Uh, left for Houston uh, for depth purposes over there. Now they did bring in Chris Harris from Denver, which we talked about. He'll be starting opposite of Casey Hayward, and then they brought in Linval Joseph, the D tackle from Minnesota. So nice little fill in right in the middle. Uh, with me being, being cut. Um, so that was definitely a spot that I was definitely concerned on what how they were going to fill that up. They are sitting pretty nice with the cap space right now at just over $28 million. They have 12 free agents in total that need to get dealt with, either just leaving or um, re-signing. Uh, four on the defense and eight on the offense, and that is... 
three offensive linemen that are included in there. Um, they did put the franchise tag on Hunter Henry, which is good. They, But uh, as far as fantasy, as long as they have Tyrod Taylor in there at starting at quarterback, uh, Hunter Henry's really going to be fading as far as his draft value. Um, now, if he did get Jameis Winston in there or Cam Newton, uh, two guys who do actually like their tight ends, uh, that's going to bump Hunter Henry back up to where he was this last offseason. Moving on to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the offense uh, it's nice that I put guys in the wrong fucking spot. They didn't really lose it. They didn't lose anybody on offense. They just really gained. Even though I've put a couple guys in the wrong spot, and you're going to notice that. Let's save that. So they didn't lose anybody, but they did bring in guys. Now, one of them being Jason Witten, the, t- the tight end that's been in Dallas for 30 years. Uh, they brought him in, brought in backup center Eric Cush. I like Cush, but he's not really all that great. Um, tight end Nick O'Leary uh, from Jacksonville. So they've got a really huge, you know, depth at tight end right now from. Darren Waller and Jason Witten, who would be your obvious two starters. Uh, Foster Moreau, Derek Carrier, returning from last year. Eric Tomlinson right now is a free agent. I doubt they're going to re-sign him after they brought in Nick O'Leary. You had Marcus Mariota come in as a backup to Derek Carr. Um, Las Vegas was actually in the running for um, Tom Brady, but they would not guarantee the second year. And that's why he ended up in Tampa Bay. I think that was a blessing in disguise for Las Vegas. Um, I'll give you kind of my thoughts on that when we get to Tampa. Um, And then last but certainly not least, you had Nelson Aguilar uh, coming from Philadelphia. Now, Nelson Aguilar would actually be better off in the slot, but we do know that Hunter Renfro, uh, being as short as what he is and as fast as he is, he's primarily going to be the slot guy, not going to be moving outside anytime soon. Moving to the defense, you have to hear Whitehead, linebacker who was cut, and then Carl Joseph, strong safety, who moved on to Cleveland. Uh, the Raiders have brought in six guys this offseason for their defense, starting with Eli Apple at corner, uh, bring up, brought him in from New Orleans, Jeff Heath, strong safety from Dallas, uh, Malik Collins, D-tackle from Dallas as well, uh, Nick Oh, God, this is going to kill me. I should know this because he's a former Bear. Uh, Nick Kwatsky. I'm going to call him Kwatsky. I'm going to call him Kwatsky. I don't give a shit. Uh, inside, really good inside linebacker from Chicago Bears. They're really going to be hurting um, after losing him. Corey Littleton they brought in uh, from the L.A. Rams. Great move. And then you got Carl Nassib, DN uh, for Tampa, from Tampa. Um, I believe they'll leave Clarlin Farrell in at starter and have him in their backup, probably switching in maybe with Max Crosby on the other side. Uh, very, very good moves. They do still have some work in progress here, um, but they should be able to take care of that with the draft. They're currently sitting at $12 million in salary cap space. They have a total of 20 free agents, though, that are left. 
So it's going to be kind of interesting if they're just going to let some of these guys go. Of course, Fontes Perfect is going to fall off. Um, free agent, middle linebacker. If they fucking sign him, they're stupid. And then, of course, you got Deion Jordan. So um, other than that, you're going to see draft selections in there, and then they're probably going to start dropping some of these other guys and clearing some cap space for them. All right. Moving on to the AFC South. We're going to start in Houston. Uh, the big move, uh, which everybody is talking about, a really stupid fucking move for Houston, in my opinion, was trading DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson um, with the Arizona Cardinals. Really stupid fucking trade. Uh, I mean, I know him and Bill O'Brien have been but- had been button heads for a couple of years or whatnot, but holy shit, they just did not get anything really in return that's of value for DeAndre Hopkins, David Johnson. We don't know how he's going to react in this offense, let alone he really broke down this last year. Um, I've been off the David Johnson train for about the last two seasons, and I think I'm going to be for the third year in a row. Um, We're really going to have to see what happens here. Um, Because, good Lord, that was a terrible trade. Now they lost backup running back Taiwan Jones in free agency to Buffalo. Not a big deal. But um, basically, with Lamar Miller and Carlos Hyde going to end up leaving via free agency, uh, whether or not they get signed or not, um, you're going to have Duke Johnson, Buddy Howell, and Karen Higdon. Going to have to see what the draft picks are because I would not be surprised if they brought in another running back because – I just don't see David Johnson and Duke Johnson getting it done. Um, Houston way overpaid for Randall Cobb out of Dallas. It was three-year, $27 million. I mean, Christ, let's go here, guys. Figure this shit out. And then you got uh, Brett Brett Quaval, uh offensive tackle, who came over from New York Jets. That's basically depth uh, at left tackle to back up uh, Laramie Tunsil. So, yeah, they screwed up on the offense. Let's see what they did on the defense. Oh, let's see. They previously had already cut Vernon Hargreaves, uh, the corner that they picked up on free agency, or not free agency, off waivers last year during the season. Uh, Mike Adams' safety had retired, and then he had Eric Murray's strong safety. They lost to Cleveland. Uh, just today they lost Barcavius Mingo. Uh, in free agency to Chicago. Uh, he was the backup to Whitney Merciless. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. The big deal, and I mean big, was losing DJ Reader, the nose tackle, to the Cincinnati Bengals. Great move for the Bengals. Um, they'll slot him in at D tackle there. Uh, they run more of a high red 4 3 5 2. Um, <clears throat> in the middle, you're going to have. Eddie Vanderdoes, backed up by Ira Savage-Lewis. Oof, oof, that's a huge downgrade there. Uh, Angelo Blackson would be starting opposite of J.J. Watt along the defensive line. That's not going to get the job done. Now they are sitting at just under $31 million, so we will see what else the Houston uh, Texans can mess up. I mean, uh, fix here uh, for their defense. Otherwise, for right now, um, this is going to be a team that we're going to be able to actually run against, um, let alone throw against, because 
I don't expect them to re-sign Jonathan Joseph at corner, which is basically just going to leave uh, Justin Reed at free safety and Bradley Roby as being the only two guys who are really any good in that secondary. All right. Indianapolis Colts brought in a couple of players here. Um, but first, you know, we have their uh, their losses. Joe Hag, uh, backup offensive guard. They lost to Tampa Bay, uh, where he may or may not fight for a starting spot. Uh, Josh Andrews, an offensive guard, back another backup offensive guard, uh, left for the New York Jets. Eric Ebron signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Really like the move for the Steelers. Uh, didn't really matter for this Colts offense. Um, and then Brian Hoyer, they cut, and now he is in New England, and he's going to fight for a starting spot. So the big addition for the offense, though, uh, was Phillip Rivers, who was basically just kicked to the curb from the L.A. Chargers, moving Jacoby Brissett to the backup role. Um, I do like this move. It's going to be kind of a wait and see. Let's see how these guys kind of uh, work together. And OTAs, if we have you know any OTAs at all um, before any type of preseason activity, um, we want to see how these guys interact. But Philip Rivers does like his tight end, so definitely, definitely keeping a flag on Jack Doyle here, who is going to be the definite starter unless they bring in something from the draft. Uh, we do have Chester Rogers at slot; he's still a free agent. They haven't done anything there. Uh, as long as they don't sign Chester Rogers, that means that Paris Campbell is going to be your starting slot right, wide receiver. Um, but do expect the Indianapolis Colts to attack wide receiver opposite of T.Y. Hilton. Try and pri- probably bring that larger possession type wide receiver. Uh, would like to see them actually attack um, offensive guard, uh, particularly on the right side where Mark Glowinski is. Uh, he seems to be the only real question mark here for this Indianapolis Colts offensive line. So maybe they can address there. If they do believe in Glowinski, fine. One bad spot isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to kill him, considering the fact that the other four spots are really, really good. Moving on to the Indianapolis Colts defense, they did lose D-tackle Marcus Hunt, uh, who was cut. And then the surprise to me... And I know Pierre Desaire had a bad season last year, but he'd been good his previous couple of years before this, and now they just up and cut him. So I have some concerns now with that. Now, if I remember correctly, he signed with the New York Jets, if I'm not mistaken, for a one-year deal. Um, If I'm the New York Jets, I I take a shot on him. I mean, I even wanted my Packers to even take a shot on him. Um kind of fight for you know even a slot role with the team um but like i said new york jets got him that's fine good move for them uh a little curious though why the colts cut him cut him out but uh they did make a trade for d tackle deforest buckner uh from san francisco and they did extend him so a very very good defensive line again so you're gonna have Ture. Autry, Buckner, and Justin Houston across the front four. That's a hell of a front four. Uh, behind them in the linebacking court, you got or- <laughs> Okriki 
Anthony Walker and Darius Leonard. Anthony Walker did not have a good season, uh, but I don't expect them to do anything there uh, other than, say, maybe try and find a backup for him. Uh, they could do that via free agency or with the draft. They are sitting just over uh, $19 million in cap space, which is very, very good. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have to pay attention there. That defense that defense is looking fucking studly, though. I'm telling you that right now. Especially those rankings on those secondary players. That's only going to go up with that, with that line and linebacking core. All right, Jacksonville Jaguars. Offensive, why do I say offensive losses? Off-season losses. Uh, Jeff Swain, they cut. Uh, Cedric Ugabe. <laughs> I'm not good at fucking names. I'm just not. Uh, Cedric Ugabe, offensive tackle, lost to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Nick Foles was traded to the Chicago, to the Chicago Bears. Got a draft pick. Way to get rid of that contract. They didn't pay shit on it. Chicago's taking it all. They did lose Nick O'Leary, tight end, to the Las Vegas Raiders, but they needed to get rid of some of these tight ends. Um, and then they lost Seth the Valve uh, to Carolina. Uh, good riddance. So um, they have not added anything to the offense as of yet. So they're going to do most of this through the draft. At least I would suspect because they are sitting at just under $14 million in salary cap space. They really are kind of hamstrung right now. Um, so that's really the reason why you're seeing Gardner Minshew being the starter quarterback as of right now. Could they attack quarterback? Sure. Um, but they're really going to need to attack their offensive line. Um, and then they're going to definitely need to um, pay a lot of focus to the defense. The defense has really gone down. Um, and they have made some off-season off uh, moves to move guys, like A.J. Bouye, we talked about going to Denver. Uh, Cody Davis uh, just got signed by the New England Patriots. He was a free safety. Um, he'll be he'll be another backup. They could move him to strong safety, too. Um, but for right now, I have him listed as free safety position for New England. Um, and then Calais Campbell was surprisingly traded to the Baltimore Ravens. So... Everybody's kind of curious on why they made that move, and I kept telling everybody it's it's all about cap space. If you see a big move like that, it's usually about cap space. So, um, off-season additions, they did bring in line, inside linebacker Joe Schobert from God, I can't even say Schobert tonight uh, from Cleveland. Uh, they just brought in Cassius Marsh, outside linebacker from Arizona, Darquise Denard, cornerback from. Cincinnati, who was actually probably their best corner in Cincinnati last year. Uh, but, I mean, it's really not saying too much. And then uh, Rodney Gunter, a D-tackle from Arizona. So they've made some light moves in here. Uh, definitely, you know, we're circling the linebacking core still as the spot to attack. Um, they definitely, they just, they need fucking depth. They need depth. They're almost as bad as the Atlanta Falcons right now as far as the team defense. So this is definitely right now, this is the defense that we need to attack. Um, moving on to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they're pretty good here. Now they did lose. Um, 
did lose a guy, and I can't believe I put him in the offseason additions, and that's Jack Conklin. That's the big one. That's the offensive tackle. They lost him to Cleveland via free agency. They cut Ryan Suck up. They cut Deion Lewis. Not that big a deal. They cut Delaney Walker, which means Johnny Smith is penciled in as a starter. Uh, but we need definitely need to pay attention to this because if they don't add any add any more uh, at tight end, he's going to be battling with Ferkser. And we do like Ferkser. So they're going to be really splitting. Everybody's going to be like, oh, John o. Smith, he's going to be a tight end one. Eh, slow your roll there, Chief. Uh, Ferkser has somewhat of a small rapport with Ryan Tannehill, as is John o. Smith. He likes them both. Michael Pruitt, he's a free agent. Are they going to bring him back or not? If they bring him back, it fucks everything up even more. If they don't, then I think you definitely have the split there. Um, I think they're fine just pretty much everywhere else. Uh, they probably want to look at offensive guard, maybe another uh, right tackle. But they definitely need to get depth along that offensive line. Uh, and then they need to focus on getting a backup for Derrick Henry just in case something happens there. Moving on to the defense, we have offensive linebacker Cameron Wake, who was cut, uh, Jarrell Casey, who was traded to Denver. We talked about that. And then they brought in Vic Beasley uh, from Atlanta at outside uh, <clears throat> outside linebacker. He's going to be the weak side offensive, uh, weak side outside linebacker. They do still need to make a little bit of moves, but mostly for depth. Um, although we are still paying attention to what's happening uh, at corner because you have one whole side that goes Logan Ryan, Ty Smith, Tremaine Brock. They're all free agents. LaShawn Sims, who backs up Malcolm Butler on the other side, is also a free agent. So probably going to be focusing a little bit more on the secondary now, Rashawn Evans isn't going to show up on the depth charts as being rated very well. Um, but Rashawn Evans came up, came up big in the playoffs, and that's kind of what I'm paying attention to. So I think he's okay. They're just going to probably have to focus on some backup roles here. And they are sitting at twenty, at just over $26 million in cap space. So they have room to move. They have room to move. All right, let's go here. AFC East. Ooh, we're running a little long here. A little bit longer than I wanted to. Uh, Buffalo. Starting the offense, nothing lost yet. Uh, but they did bring in uh, the big trade was with Minnesota Vikings. They brought in Stephon Diggs, who will be starting opposite of John Brown. And then, of course, you got Cole Beasley in the slot. So we got increased weapons in the second or at the wide receiver position. Um Devin Singletary, I would predict, is going to be your starter. Um, they'll let they should let Frank Gore go and just have T.J. Yeldon. Of course, they brought in Taiwan Jones. Um, so I think they'll sit there, and maybe resign Sonoris Perry, um, but I don't see any much more in moves here. I think the offensive line got better as the season went on. So I don't know how much they're going to really focus in there um, as far as starters. Now, depth guys, sure, absolutely. Um, 
And that's mostly because most of their defense is pretty intact. Now, they lost Lorenzo Alexander. He retired at linebacker. They lost Shaq Lawson, defensive end, to Miami. Jordan Phillips, D-tackle, to Arizona. And Kevin Johnson, a corner, to is a backup corner to uh, the Cleveland Browns. Um, but they're good here. They got Tredavis White and Lev- Levi Wallace as your starting offensive outside corners. They brought in Josh Norman. I hate the fucking deal. But if they put him in the slot, if they get him to play slot, I, I think they're fine. I think the move was good. Now, they also brought in Tyler Matekovic, inside linebacker from Pittsburgh. Great move. Mario Addison, outside linebacker from Carolina. Like the move, but he is an older He's an older player. Uh, Vernon Butler, D-tackle from Carolina. Really attack, Everybody really attacked Carolina's free agents this year. Uh, Quentin Jefferson, DN from Seattle. Great move. A.J. Klein, they signed from New Orleans, but I expect him just to be a backup spot. And then Devondre Campbell, a linebacker from Atlanta. So they really did all their moves here. All their starters are good. We're look, kind of looking at the backups. They got four backups that are still um, unsigned. And that includes Kurt Coleman, who's the backup to Micah Hyde. So if they do anything, they're doing stuff on depth there. Um, so, you know, to be honest with you, they could actually attack the offensive line and be fine with it. This is the time to do the run. Now they're going to be the sexy pick to run away with the AFC East. Um, because you see everybody leaving the new England Patriots. So definitely going to pay attention to them during the draft. Um, and we got to figure out what we're doing for the draft. I don't know what I'm going to do. If I'm going to do a live show, do some kind of feed, just sit in the fucking chat, something. All right, Miami. Offseason losses for the offense. Evan Brown, center was cut. Chidi Okiki, offensive tackle was cut. TJ Ramming, uh, Ramming, wide receiver was cut. And then they brought in tight end Michael Roberts. Anybody remember Michael Roberts? Name sound familiar? That's the guy that we loved in Detroit a couple years ago. Um, we're going to see what happens there. Mike Kaziki is definitely going to be the starter, but God, if Michael Roberts can make the roster, that'd be great. Um, they did bring in Jordan Howard, blue, but he's still better than fucking Kalen Blodge. Ugh. Miles Gaskin, Ugh. Patrick Laird, Ugh. Delance Turner, Ugh. Samaj AP Ryan. Kind of like him. Um, they also signed offensive tackle Eric Flowers. He should be their starting left tackle this year. And then Ted Karras, uh, center from New England. So there's your starting in there. So they do need to still focus on their guard positions and their right tackle as far as the offensive line goes here. Um, but these sh- this is pretty much how their offense is going to be set, I think, as far as these skill positions. Uh, we'll see what they do with quarterback if they actually go act after Tua. But uh, I don't think they really have to. But it is a good quarterback class. They could wait um, with Ryan Fitzpatrick coming back this year. Moving on to defense, 
anybody that they lost isn't really a loss. So you had Rashad Jones, strong safety was cut. Mike Hull, inside linebacker cut. Kendrick Norton, D-tackle cut. Rashad Casey, Causey, cornerback cut. Who are they replaced with? Oh, God. Clayton Feshadelalem, strong safety from Cincinnati. Emmanuel Ogba, DN from Kansas City. I like that move, actually. Uh, Landon Roberts, inside linebacker from New England. Um, he'll get a chance to actually start at inside linebacker uh, on the strong side. They did bring in Shaq Lawson, DN from Buffalo. I'm probably moving him to outside linebacker. They'll stand him up. Uh, Byron Jones starting the stud corner from Dallas. They brought in and Kyle Van Noy at the other at for the other outside linebacker position from New England. So they made a lot of nice moves in here. They still have a lot of work to do. We need to see if Xavier Howard's actually going to re-step back up here. Um, currently do not have anybody listed at slot corner. Kind of leaving that open to interpretation right now. I kind of want to see how everything kind of flows. Uh, Sadler cap space is just over $20 million, so they're sitting pretty right now. Um, any of these other free agents that they have, they can pretty much let go and then just go ahead and focus on any type of starters um, and backup positions as as need be. Uh, moving, into, moving on to New England. <clears throat> they lost Ben Watson, tight end. He retired. It's not really a loss. Ted Karras, we talked about, went to Miami. Tom Brady to Tampa Bay. And today, actually they, yesterday, yeah, it was yesterday, uh, Stephen Goskowski, long-time place kicker. He's been there for about 14, 15 years. They caught him. So the only place kicker that they have right now who is also a free agent is Nick Folk, uh, formerly of the New York Jets. So need to see what they're going to do there at kicker. Uh, but they did make a couple moves on the off on uh, offense. They brought in Demir Bird <laughs> from Arizona. Yeah, that's that's great, great. Um, they're actually losing Philip Dorsett today. I haven't made the move yet on the on the uh, depth charts. Uh, he is going to Seattle. Um, Dan Vitale, uh, fullback for the Green Bay Packers for one year. He came in back to, I think he actually came back to New England, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I want to say that he was already, he was there two seasons ago. And then they brought in Brian Hoyer from Indianapolis. He's going to compete at the starting position, or starting position, at starter, for his starting quarterback spot uh, with Jarrett Stidham. Now, you want to talk about why they just went ahead and let Tom Brady go? They are currently sitting at, $2.8 $2.8 million in salary cap space. Again, why do guys get let go? It's not because they're butt hurt and all that bullshit. I don't care. It's because they don't have any fucking cap space. I mean, if we go to the defense, look who they look who they had to let go. Deron Harmon, strong safety. He was a, he was a backup uh, to Pac- Patrick Chung, but he was playing, you know, uh, when Chung got hurt. Uh, he got traded to Detroit. Kyle Van Noy left for Miami. Landon Roberts left for Miami. Jamie Collins left for Detroit. Danny Shelton also to Detroit. Nate Ebner, free sa- backup free safety, left for the New York Giants. Who did they sign? They brought in Lindsey Pipkins. Brandon Copeland from the New York Jets. 
Bo Allen from Tampa Bay. Adrian Phillips, free safety from L.A. Chargers. Cody Davis, free safety from Jacksonville. <clears throat> now, I have thoughts here. So, <clears throat> they signed two free safeties. I think what you're going to see here, if I'm judging this correctly, I think they're gonna, you're going to start seeing more of a hybrid out of this defense. I think you're going to see more of like a uh, three and three, uh, three three three, kind of all the way towards the back. You're going to see these safeties seeing the field a little bit more. They're going to play more of kind of like a, a more nickel and dime type packages per se, um, and really utilize these uh, better players that they have in the secondary. Because if you look at the linebacking core, what it, what happens on the on the weak side? You only have Therese Hall on the inside, and you have Tayshawn Bauer, Bauer on the outside. It's because of you know the free agency losses. Um, so they're going to be really thin at linebacker. Need to see the draft picks. Usually, New England you know bulks up on the draft picks and stuff, so they'll make um, some hay in there. But they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to make more cuts in here. They're gonna really have to restructure contracts and everything. And I just don't know where it's gonna come from. If they're just gonna keep cutting wide receivers or whatnot, maybe get rid of a couple of these fucking running backs that you know keep busting us in the ass every year uh, for fantasy. But uh, they're strapped right now, so we'll have to see what the moves are. Uh, New York Jets. Uh, they're the ones that are sitting really well with money. They're just under $38 million. Uh, as of right now. They've lost <clears throat> Brandon Shell, offensive tackle to Seattle. Tom Compton, offensive guard to San Francisco. Brent Quivalli, offensive tackle to Houston. And they just lost Robbie Anderson today to the Carolina Panthers. Um, but they did bring in Josh Doxson, who was just kind of sitting out there. George Fant, offensive tackle for Seattle. Josh Andrews, offensive guard for Indianapolis. Connor McGovern, the center uh, center from Denver. He should be their starter there. Greg Van Rotten, or Rotan, who cares? <laughs> if you want to get French with it, we call him Rotan. Greg Van Rotan, uh, they brought in from Carolina. So they did actually make some improvements on the offensive line, especially at center and left guard. George Fant is going to probably be the starter at left tackle. Now I would expect them to draft somebody uh, who could do either the left tackle or right tackle. I think it's going to give them a little bit more flexibility in there. Because, <coughs> pardon me, I don't think you're going to see Chuma Idonga uh, starting at right tackle anytime soon. So, uh, Moving on to the defense, we have Blake... Blake Countess, he, Countess, he was safety, he was cut. Uh, Maurice Canaday, quarterback left for Dallas. Brandon Copeland, offensive linebacker left for New England. Tremaine Johnson was a surprise, actual cornerback cut. And I don't believe anybody has actually signed him yet. Uh, Daryl Roberts, another cornerback, was cut. Uh, they, we talked about Pierre Desir coming in. Uh, Marquis Christian, uh, free safety for the Los Angeles Rams, will be backing up Marcus May. And then you have Camus Gruger-Hall, linebacker from Philadelphia. He actually upgrades in the inside. That's why I have him starting. 
Um, not all that great, but it is kind of an upgrade in there. So uh, most of the focus, you know, you're looking at your outsides. You're looking at your outsides probably where Nate, Nate Hairston is. Uh, Brian Poole cannot play the outside, so they're going to leave him on the inside at slot. Um, they'll focus there, and then a couple of linebacker spots, probably just for backup roles. And then they'll need a D-tackle unless I think Henry Anderson can actually uh, come back from uh, a bad year last year. All right, AFC North. We're going to start with Baltimore. Strong get stronger. Rich get richer. Off-season uh, off losses. They did lose right tackle Marshall Landa. Or Yanda. My bad. Uh, he retired. They traded Hayden Hurst. Uh, to Atlanta, which means full goal for Mark Andrews with only Nick Boyle and Charles Scarf behind him. Uh, James Hurst, offensive tackle, was cut, and then you had Seth Roberts. He signed a free agent deal to be in the slot for Carolina. Uh, they did not bring in anything um, for the offseason. Uh, I would see them focus on maybe going after another wide receiver. Uh, definitely, definitely offensive line. Probably at that right guard spot. Maybe somebody who can play left guard, and then you can move Bradley Bozeman over to the right side. Um, this is a running team. Offensive line needs to be, really be their strength. Moving to the defense. Oh, my God. So tiny print. Yeah, sorry sorry for the tiny print on the offseason off losses and additions, um, but there's going to be a ton of names that are going to fly in here. Uh, so we need to keep it kind of low. So expand it to your full-size screen. Hopefully you got a 32 like I do. Um, Tony Jefferson, strong safety, was cut. Uh, Chris Wormsley, nose tackle, traded to Pittsburgh. Very good move for Pittsburgh. Um, Baltimore had to make this move because they brought in Michael Brockers and Calais Campbell, an outside linebacker, uh, which made Michael Pierce <coughs> expendable as well. Um, and he went in free agency to Minnesota. And we just talked about Calais Campbell. He got traded from Jacksonville. This is, that was a fucking coup. They fucking got him for nothing. It was a great move for Baltimore. Um, and then the Brockers move from LA, from the uh, Rams was great too. So you're going to have Brandon Williams, Dalen Mack, and Michael Brockers across the front right now. And then for your linebackers, you're going to have Matt Judon, who they uh, franchise tagged. Uh, Josh Bynes, Patrick on Walzer is a free agent right now. I expect them to actually maybe bring him back. Otherwise, they'll move LJ Ford up. And then you got Calais Campbell on the outside. So uh, they definitely need some depth in the secondary, but uh, they'll focus on that during the draft. Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, uh, Baltimore is also in deep shit right now with the salary cap. They're sitting just over $5 million. So uh, Cincinnati. Still have Andy Dalton sitting at starting quarterback. Um, we're pretty sure they're going to take quarterback with the first pick. Um, and that's pretty much, I believe, why they uh, franchise tag A.J. Green. Uh, give, you know, the new quarterback a little stud receiver. Stud receiver. Offseason uh, lost. They did lose Cordy Glenn. Uh, they cut him, and then they cut offensive guard John Miller. Uh, so they still need help along the offensive line. Now I think they're fine. 
um, at left tackle as long as Jonah Williams comes back from that. Uh, I believe it was an ACL tear. Um, Billy Price really should not be a guard. He should be a fucking center like he was drafted. Um, so we're going to have to see. There's going to be some fluctuation along that offensive line uh, for sure because it is not good. Um, they didn't bring anybody in yet on the uh, on the offense, but they have been really kind of moving around on the defense. Uh, they did cut B.W. Webb corner. Uh, we talked about Clayton. I can't say his name. Uh, the strong safety that went to Miami. Darquise Denard, who went to Jacksonville. Andrew Billings, D-tackle, went to Cleveland. Good move for Cleveland. Uh, Tony McRae. Uh, corner went to Detroit, no big deal. Leroy Reynolds, linebacker, went to Atlanta, no big deal. Uh, big addition, of course, was the DJ Reader uh, addition. So you've got a really, really good front four here in Cincinnati. You got Carlos Dunlap, DJ Reader, Geno Atkins, Sam Hubbard. That is a really, really good front four. Uh, they did bring in Trey Waynes, who I think they overpaid for, but you know what? He's a Kenosha boy, so we're going to go ahead and cheer the move. Uh, Mackenzie Alexander, quarterback for Minnesota, he's coming in. Right now I have him penciled in as a starter opposite of Trey Waynes, uh, leaving Darius Phillips in the slot. Um, this is going to be another one of those kind of like little hybrids where they're going to play a little bit more nickel and dime. Um so they really, really rely on the front four. That's why they went after Reader. Uh, I would expect them to upgrade from Nick Vigil, uh, who is a free agent. And as far as Jermaine Pratt, they really need to move up there. Uh, Cincinnati's sitting okay right now, just over $16 million, so expect them to really attack the draft heavy. Moving on to Cleveland, see the offensive losses. Eric Cush, of course, we talked about at center. He's gone. Demetrius Harris, the tight end, was cut. <laughs> Nobody noticed. Uh, Justin McCray uh, just left um, to go fight for a starting spot in Atlanta. And then the uh, – that's wrong. That's wrong. New move, to, new move today. They just signed a kick returner, JoJo Nansen, from the L.A. Rams. Um, I actually didn't have him. I missed – I don't know why. Some of these players, sometimes I miss the cuts but it's because they're not listed correctly. Either the website didn't catch it or whatnot, but CBS Sports has usually been pretty good about it. Stay away from the ESPN. They really kind of just cut down to uh, necessities. Uh, Off-season additions, we talked JoJo Nansen. Uh, Jack Hocklin is going to be starting offensive tackle, so they've really upgraded the offensive line. Uh, hope maybe they re-signed. Uh, Greg Robinson, they are sitting pretty with um, as far as money. Uh, they brought in Case Keenum to back up Baker Mayfield. Uh, Andy Janovich, they traded with Denver to get a starting fullback, and then they brought in Austin Hooper at tight end. Uh, they're sitting at just under $43 million, so they can they have plenty of money to make moves. Now, <clears throat> it's kind of funny because they have just under $43 million and they've been making all these moves, uh, mostly on the defense. So they got rid of some of these bum-ass contracts. Like uh, Adarius Taylor, offensive linebacker, was cut. <coughs> Christian Kirksey, who was cut. Now he's in Green Bay. Whoop-de-doo. Meh. Joe Schobert, 
Inside linebacker left for Jacksonville, TJ Carey cut. Morgan Burnett, strong safety cut. Justin Burris, strong safety uh, left for Carolina. Eric Murray, strong safety went to Houston. Who'd they bring in? B.J. Goodman, inside linebacker from Green Bay. Uh, they overpaid for him, by the way. Uh, Carl Joseph, strong safety uh, from the Las Vegas Raiders. Donovan Lumba, cornerback for Dallas. Uh, he's just going to be a backup in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Andrew Billings, D-tackle from Cincinnati they brought in. Kevin Johnson, corner. Uh, who should actually be their starting slot corner. Uh, they brought in from Buffalo, Andrew Sadejo, uh, strong safety. He could fight for a starting spot. Now, they could move either Carl Joseph or Andrew Sandejo over to the free safety spot because I don't think they're going to re-sign Demarius Randall. Uh, they're pretty good in there. you got Denzel Ward, Kevin Johnson. Uh, Greedy Williams is going to be your, your other starter at opposite, opposite of uh, Denzel Ward at corner. Uh, so I wouldn't see two, I wouldn't see them making moves there. Now they'll, they'll add depth, of course. And then you look at uh, linebacking core. Uh, Mac Wilson's really the sore spot right now, so they're probably going to attack there. Uh, as far as the defensive line goes, you got Miles Garrett, Andrew Billings, Sheldon Richardson, and Olivier Vernon. Uh, that's a pretty good front four, but they do need a little bit of depth. Uh, moving on to Pittsburgh. <clears throat> We have Ben Roethlisberger coming back. Wow, this is going to run almost an hour. Tell you what, we're just going to do the AFC today, and then we'll go. We'll do the NFC tomorrow. Um, I don't want to run this two hours; otherwise, it gets really fucking boring. If you're not already bored already, uh, off-season losses. Uh, they cut Johnny Holton, wide receiver. Ramon Foster, the offensive guard, retired. That's why they had to bring in Wisniewski. Uh, B.J. Finney, offensive guard, left for uh, Seattle. They cut fullback Roosevelt Nixon. That's okay. That's why they brought in Derek Watt. Uh, and then they lost Nick Vanette, who they traded for actually last season, which is no big deal. Uh, brought in, we talked about Derek Watt and Wisniewski. Uh, they also brought in Eric Ebron, tight end, Indianapolis. It should actually be really, really good with Ben Roethlisberger as long as he's healthy. So um, definitely looking at Eric Ebron as a possible sleeper as of right now. I don't know how much they're really going <clears> to <throat> – he's really going to get bit up uh, once we get closer to the fantasy football season. Uh, they are sitting just at just under $3.5 million, so they're really going to be strapped for cash. I expect more cuts. Is there a possibility? Yeah, you're going to see a lot of running backs gone. You're going to see a lot of wide receivers gone. That's where they'll start building up here. Uh, losses on the defense. You got Anthony Chickalo, offensive linebacker who was cut. Mark Barron, inside linebacker cut. Tyler Matekovic, inside linebacker left for Buffalo. Ryan Shazier finally actually retired. Kind of sad. Kind of sad. Uh, Sean Davis, free safety for uh, Pittsburgh, left for Washington. Javon Hargrave, uh, nose tackle, left for Philadelphia. And then you had Artie Burns, went to Chicago. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed. I was so happy when I saw Artie Burns leaving for Chicago. It was fucking great. Um, the only addition that they made uh, through free agency was Chris Wormsley. Uh, they traded for uh, Baltimore. That was great. Now they got Cameron Hayward. 
uh, Chris Wormsley and Stephen Tuitt across the front. Uh, they're going to need some depth at linebacker, especially behind T.J. Watt and Devin Bush. But I mean, what are you going to do? Um, they should take care of that this off season. I think they'll be all right. Like I said, we're just going to go through the AFC. I didn't think it was going to take nearly this long, but I had suspicions that it might take this long. So we'll do <coughs> that's the AFC. I'll do NFC tomorrow. That'll give me another little project here to work on um, and get ready for after work. Um, and I'll do that right away when I get home. But until then, hey, this has been the doghouse. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me that they want to, that the Packers are looking at fucking Devin Funches? God damn it. Talk about fucking bullshit. What a oh, ruined my fucking night.